Listen up and take a knee. I didn't budget for 40. Never thought I'd live to see 30. Now I'm 50. Tired of the horse shit. It's time to throat punch the weak sauce that masquerades as manhood 20 years into the 21st century. And I better start with my own. Welcome to St. Hank's. This is the American Badass's Guide to Everyday Sainthood. And who am I? Well, I was killed twice on basic cable by Bigfoot. And I could parallel park a school bus. But don't worry about that. I'm more knucklehead than badass. Somehow, after misplaying nearly every hand that life dealt me, I'm sitting here at the final table, the money round, the cash game, with a huge stack of chips. But those chips are worthless unless I push them into the middle of the table. Unless I commit, really commit to something. So let's worry about who I'm trying to become. And that is Hank. You do it as tough as it is possible to do. And you do that in all things. I don't know who Jake Cutler is. Up you, but Joe Hey, if you want a father, I'll give you a spanking. Popcorn. Hit the yard, me. If you could, you would. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. The deeds you do may be the only sermon some people will hear today. Francis of Assisi. When I first started teaching and coaching at a legendary all-boys school tucked in between the hospital and the cathedral in the downtown of one of America's great cities, one of the coaches who'd been around a while warned me, coach probably won't talk to you for the first couple of years. Don't take it personally. Coach wasn't the head coach, but he is a true coach. He's also a great and fiercely private man, and he's one of the handful of great men and sometimes women who taught me the lessons that I think are important to share here. He reminded me of values that it's easy to lose sight of. I think sharing this is important. I know it is. So I hope he forgives me for talking about him like this. If I have to chest up an index finger or catch an elbow before I get that forgiveness, well, that's fair. I've probably got that coming for a lot more than just doing this podcast. When it comes to coach, if you know, you know, and if you don't, you should. Welcome to St. Hank's, the American Badass's Guide to Everyday Sainthood. My buddy Mike should be joining us in the ante room next week. He was a high school teammate of mine, deployed a couple of times, and he tells a great story. So he should really help take St. Hank's to a new level. That means this week, I get the chance to introduce you to one of the legends you don't know yet. As so often happens in my life, the perfect Hank, a humble legend doing the thousand anonymous little jobs of no glory, no spotlight, dirty work it takes to build a winner, was quietly kicking ass right beside me. As usual, it took me a while to figure it out. At a time when I really needed it, Coach was, usually without a word, reminding me what it takes to be a man, a real man. And because Coach is fiercely private man, I'm pulling out a lot of the identifiers, a lot of the details that might tell you who this person is. And I found that in writing it that way, it really reduced it to the lesson, the important lessons, the important things that were said by this guy who didn't say very much. And I can think of no more badass, no higher term of respect than to refer to him simply as coach. Coach probably won't talk to you for the first couple of years. Don't take it personally. Now, the truth of that warning depends on what you mean by talk. 
If you're looking for long conversations, Coach is not your man. If you're looking for what matters, for what's most important, Coach is talking to you all the time, loud and clear. When it comes to what matters, Coach absolutely preaches. Every day, and with fewer words than some people use in their Starbucks order, Coach told me all there was to know about faith, character, service, and sacrifice in my time at that school. As a school, a team, and a community, we were blessed with the opportunity to bow our heads and refocus our value and goals in a place called St. James. And what a place it is. Many times, we've all looked up to the ceiling, to the Oculus Dei, the eye of God. Yes, I had to look that up. Up there at the highest, best-lit point in the ceiling of St. James Cathedral are the words of badass carpenter who transcended even sainthood, shared about exactly what life was about. He said, and it was painted on the ceiling, I am in your midst as one who serves. Coach serves. No glamour, no front running, no personal spotlight or look at me attitude, just service for the right reasons. There was a mission to our work at this school. Besides teaching our subjects and coaching our sports, faculty were expected to be an example for the young men in our care. It's not a politically popular message in this day and age, but we teachers and coaches were asked to deliver a daily sermon by our actions and who we are as men, women, husbands, wives, coaches, fathers, mothers, and members of the community. Coach shared number one ranked college huddles with future NFL Hall of Famers and guys they make movies about. And he was the player who stood out. He earned his way into those huddles by earholing a future NFL starter. But you wouldn't know that if you followed the man around campus for a day. With Coach, there's no empty talk. He's all about the young men he teaches, coaches, and advises. I don't think I ever heard Coach say a word out loud that could be considered a sermon. He never climbed on a soapbox, and he never gave anyone an ear beating about what ought to or should be. But Coach showed me, louder than words, what being one who serves in a decades-old brick building at the corner of 8th and Terry looked like. Coach's ministry of service included sleeping in a classic brown and white van parked all weekend beside the gym entrance, because that's what it took to do the job right for the boys he coached. There was no what would Jesus do bumper sticker on that van, but I know who inspired Coach to sacrifice his weekends and his bed. Drive the bus? All the time? Sure, if that's what it takes. Coach a freshman sport? If that's what it takes. Some grown men who should know better are acting like cake eaters, strutting corner cutters, and weak sauce loudmouths, and you need somebody to throw an elbow? Need somebody to call out the entire opposing coaching staff for weak sauce cheap tactics, one man at a time? Hey, I never said coach was a saint. He is someone who serves. Even then, he went from one opposing coach to another, pointing that famous index finger at each one. The head coach, a legend in his own right, yelled at me to follow him. And I had to admit to myself, I'm not sure I'm man enough to follow coach. Even then, he was a man of few words. Two words, to be exact. One four letters and the other three letters. Coach was teaching and serving. These characters had done the wrong thing, and it worked against some good kids. Coach was the one who had the courage to call it out. It's not my favorite coach story, 
but it's probably the most legendary and it illustrates who he is the best. Before one season, Coach went in for a procedure to clear a blockage near his heart. On the operating table, they discovered more blockages. Not only would the procedure they had planned not work, it could have killed him. He needed heart surgery. That was in August. Coach put the surgery off until December, after the state title game. Being of service and fulfilling his duty to his players was more important to Coach than his personal safety or comfort. He had a job to do, and that job was a responsibility. No excuses. That's why, when Coach does speak, even the squirreliest 15-year-old will shut up and listen. When Coach speaks, it means something. When he doesn't, it may mean even more. Jesus hasn't walked this earth for a couple of thousand of years, and there are no actual physical crosses to carry at 802 Terry. But you can pick up your whistle. You can pick up your CDL and your blocking dummy. Pick them up and follow Coach. Keep your mouth shut and do whatever's best for the kids in that building where he parks his van. You'll be on the right path, doing the right thing. This has been a legend-level lesson from St. Hanks, the American badass's guide to everyday sainthood. I hope you were listening. This will be on the test. Farewell, youth of America.